Oh, yeah. Big crinkly... Put the big crinkly uh, chip bag right next to the microphone. That's we're up idea. and we're rolling on another Cleveland Moto podcast. This is number 4,368. You've missed a few, clearly. Uh, we're 67, at the, not 68. Oh, shit. Uh, we're at Cleveland Moto West. We're back at the shop again today after the boat cast. Uh, was that our last podcast? It was on the boat? Yep. I think it was. Excellent. So uh, everybody announce yourself and I point to you. Oh, Dustin. John. John. Man, the- <laughs> why did I know that was going to happen? The one, the only, Johnny Chrome. John. Chris Smith. That's why we can't have nice things. You can just and the mic. Cam Vanderhorst. Cam Vanderhorst. All right. Listen to you. We're back. Uh, so, we've got like three weeks ago it was snowing, and now it's fucking beautiful out. I got a sunburn. Life is good. I feel awesome. I've been riding my motorcycles just about every goddamn day that I can. Uh,. Trying to get maximum seat time. Uh, you've been riding your uh, your Supermo. Yeah, want to get a chance to? Want to get a chance to? Yeah. yeah. The uh, it's not quite the uh, commuter out to mentor. No, it's not <laughs> the sixty the sixty miles a day each way kind of thing. Like yeah, yeah. I did that. I pegged the miles on the KLR when I went out, and uh, yeah, from my house to this front door to the mentor store is sixty one. Miles, exactly. Wow. So one it's way. A, one way. So it's 122 miles round trip per day. So on a lot I, of motorcycles I own, that's more than a tank of gas. I did from my house. But not for the KLR. Not for the KLR. From my house to the mentor store is 44 miles, yeah. I believe. Yeah, so you skip that big, yeah. you skip this big deviation. Not for the KLR, not because it gets exquisite fuel mileage, but because it holds as much right. as a small... Oh no! It, it holds more gas than my Fiat or my Festiva does, <laughs> or the Fiesta rather. The Fiesta, I think, has a eight-gallon gas tank, and I'm pretty sure the tank in that KLR is eight and a half gallons, because there was plenty of gas at the bottom when I switched over to Double Secret Reserve. Because <laughs> there's the you know the fuel DSR, tap as, yeah. as it's known in the yeah. the fuel tap is located where the fuel tap's supposed to be, but the gas tank, the plastic high range tank, uh-huh. extends well beyond. And the only way to get that gas out of there, and this is a this is a tip from your uncle Phil, if you have a chopper or any other motorcycle that you've taken the normal gas tank and you've put it at a very upward angle, about forty five degrees. Yeah, about forty five degree yeah. angle usually is what the kids are going for these days. If you have Frisco'd that bitch, Frisco'd that bitch right out, right? If your if your gas tank Frisco. looks like the uh, the direction you wish you had, your fuel taps used With to be at the bottom out. of your tank, and now your fuel tanks are now halfway up. Yeah. And so now that your fuel taps are halfway up, your 2.4 gallon tank, you're really going to get about a point, you know, 1.8 gallons out of this thing. One, because you can't fill it as high as you used to, because the filler cap is now halfway into the fuel usable area, and your taps are halfway into the fuel usable areas. So you've lowered the filler cap and raised the taps, which is what I'm pointing to right behind us: the Yamaha 650 Clown Pedophile Chopper Bike, which you get about a 1.2 gallons of usable fuel. The trick is... Which is no problem whatsoever to stop that off of because your hemorrhoids are into prolapse yes, by the time exactly. you take that 100 oh, yeah. miles. My point is you ride that bike until you can't feel your dick anymore. When you can't feel your dick anymore, it's time to pull over and buy gas, which doesn't take long. Now, here's the trick. If you are riding one of these bikes and somebody gives you one of these bikes and you have to ride it, and you find yourself on the side of the road with gasoline in the bottom of the tank that your fuel tap can't get to, start picking up shiny pebbles. Because a crow taught me a trick once 
about dumping shiny pebbles into your gas tank and raising the level of your fuel. Now, when eventually you do obtain your destination, finally, you will have to flip the gas tank upside down and shake all the pebbles out. Or maybe not. I'm thinking you might have just fixed a problem that was there. <laughs> you now can get to that much of your gas tank. The problem is you can't keep doing the shiny pebble trick. Otherwise, you, you just have pebbles. Yeah. It's only going to work once. It's only going to work once really well. Because yeah. then every time you visit it again, <clears throat> you're going to have to set a new level. What you so, should do is ball bearings or something magnet, you know, that a magnet will attract. Because yeah. then you could just get them out of the tank with a magnet yeah, without sure. having to take it off. And dump you just it. don't have so many ball bearings on the side of the road where there's usually a bunch of rocks. That's true. Yeah. Well, if you have a bike like that, you should just bring a sack of... No, you have to have an air, inflatable air bladder system. <laughs> we'll displace the fuel. I think just take the foot pegs off BMW the bike and drop them in the gas tank. There's a whole lot of metal on that bike that isn't being used for anything good. We could put it in the gas tank. Wasn't you that, could uh, hook up like a little fuel pump down there or something. Or you could just put the gas tank at the angle the gas tank was meant to be at. Which well, easy well, that's right. that. You could take the fuel them. line with coke in right. it. And <clears throat> $100 bills rolled up in a fuel oh, line. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could just weld a bung into the back of the tank where you, well, right. like they're supposed to. You and put your pet or you could just there. drive a motorcycle that doesn't look like fucking, I used to ride a fixie. And all my <laughs> friends bought choppers, so I went and bought one too. Giddy up! The hipster yeah, Harley. Man. It is. That's just the, that's the way they are, man. I was just going to say, I, I don't feel my, my dick as soon as I get on my bike, but that's because it's a Harley Davidson. <laughs> but I, And I don't know what kind of fuel economy I'm getting, but what I can say is that I made it from here yeah. to Akron on yeah. $1.47 in gas. There you go. Not right. including the three-quarter uh, can of seafoam I poured in. <laughs> now, three-quarters of can of seafoam is $9. Yes. So, you know, that's a lot of fucking seafoam. That's sea a foam. lot of seafoam. Yeah. Usually you do about one ounce per gallon. <laughs> yeah. He's running it a little rich. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Is seafoam, do we figure out that's Stoddard solvent? I think it is Stoddard solvent. Kerosene yeah. and lime. It's something else that is, you know, $39 for a 55 gallon drum. But if you put it in the white pan, then it's 12 bucks. The uh, marketing. Yep. You've been riding much, Fresh? I did do a little bit of riding a couple weeks ago. In fact, I I took the KLR out with some of the guys from work and stuff, and we did a ride. We did a demo ride at Stinger Harley out at, in Medina, Ohio, which was formerly Century. Century. Yeah. So they're Stinger. renamed and rebadged as Stinger. Stinger. And their thing is like, like a little it. bee with a stinger. Stinger. We got a latecomer. So I ended up getting a... Is that the Hoff? The door is what is the deal? None of these Harley dealers can stand business under one name. they got to keep switching. they got to keep changing the names up, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Rotors and everybody else. I mean, so, yeah. Oh, so, Rotors is bye-bye. So what would you ride? I ended up riding a 2016 Harley Davidson Ultra Limited. What the fuck Ooh. is that? I, I, it's like the full bagger, I mean, full drive Limited L. with the infotainment system no, and the full screen in the front and the stereo and everything. And it has a set of Reinhardt pipes what on it. What the fuck? Yeah. It was pretty fantastic. I'm not going to lie. 14 feet per minute? I, uh, I've ridden That's a handful of Harleys. Yeah. And... Um, I, but it's been a while, and I'm like, wow, this is really pretty cool. Neuronian size. I think the loud pipes kind of hey, added Val. to it, and the fact that I didn't Did own they save it. any lives while you were out? Yeah. <laughs> I don't <Lies>. know. <laughs> I made it. I had fun riding it. I, it. For a big bike, it didn't feel as cumbersome as you would think it would be. It, it You know, it's 
fuel injected. Yeah. I kind of, I really got at one point. I mean, I, there was no need for it, but I put it in the sec, sixth gear. Right. Just even we got one little stretch of two lane, and it was like, well, I got it up in there. And like literally, I mean, it was maybe fifty five mile an hour. It was just like. Oh, I've oh, had that oh, same oh, thought about ex girlfriends. <laughs> by the way, for, for, a, for, no, for a big woman, she's not nearly as cumbersome as you would think. <laughs> <laughs> Considering I had just ridden out like there that. on the KLR, which right. has no seat, right. and then to jump on this thing, which is like All a bar, seat? barca yeah. lounger, like just nice. Did it, have the, uh, did it have the Gold Eagle Freedom trademark, USA trademark, that Rebel trademark That had not been added yet. Yeah, they had not. Live, laugh, love, or it whatever. It wasn't the Rushmore. Uh-huh. There were no skulls on it yet or anything yeah. like that. Or, <laughs> it was my, my neighbor refers it. to his bike that's like that as his geezer glide. Right. It was, I could I could see a place in, for it in my life, but at a price tag of starting at twenty six or $27,000. That's the price And of they the said you really can't get out the door until it's at least 30000 They won't even sell you one that's that stripped down. I, I love that concept. Like, that concept as a whole is, I've only heard it ever at the Harley dealers. I've, I've, I've been to many different types of dealerships. But I've only ever heard the phrase saying, this bike costs X, but we won't let you buy it for less than X plus 3000 Or, this bike costs X, but you really can't ride it with the factory exhaust. We got to change those right away if you want this bike to run right. And they did. It and had that's, on it that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> they're taking factory exhaust systems off of motorcycles before they let you test ride them, and just kind of including <clears> that <throat> in the purchase price of the bike to get the first painful three thousand dollar upgrade out of the way but before you even two hundred bucks back for the exhaust they just took off. No, you know they don't do that. <clears throat> no, they go and plant those in the Harley farm, and they come back on other Harleys. Yeah, they reharvest when, when they put those those new pipes on. Then they got to sell you that stage two kit, of course. Oh yeah, because yeah. now it's got the new pipes. So even though the computer that's in the motorcycle is has no problem whatsoever detecting, picking up, and adjusting for the Reinhardt pipes that you're putting on it, they're convincing you through the use of smoke and or mirrors that it's necessary to have the bike remapped. Well, if you're doing that, you got to do. I mean, if you're if you're going to pay to have them, you know, retune the bike right. with for the new pipes, you also oh, yeah. might as well spend four hundred bucks on your, There's you know, K and N cone filter, ninety degree elbow, yes. the, the your, air the, charger, your big sucker, the, yeah, the, the big Ford sucker. Mustang GT cold air <laughs> intake that we adapted. Is that what it's called? Motorcycle. They have one that called. I meant the you big could sucker. have one. The big yeah. sucker. Wow. The big sucker. Blueberry in there too. Yeah, you know. And then you're going to have to get that custom new seat made because of the added vibration of the Stage 2 kit and the new exhaust. Oh, yeah, sauce. and you have to have uh, the, the flames embroidered no, into no, it. No, no, no. Well, the... then we did we did look through the Harley-Davidson accessories, and they have a little you know thing for grips. Right. I like this grip. How much would this grip? <laughs> These grips will be $125 yes. if you're really scouts. into them. So, yeah, $125 worth of grips. Yeah, and, uh, for grips. For grips. Again. Yeah, that's again. why they have such nice displays with all the handlebars. Oh, yeah. With all the different handlebars with all their different grips on it. They make it easy to fall in love with. they them. do make it easy to, they make it easy to have an opinion that you have to support with your dollars and your checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look well, how different I am. Again, the um, the thing I like about Sportsters is that you can just have your pick of stock Sportster parts from other bikes, yeah. oh, and they're reasonably priced. Yeah. Like I bought a set of stock Sportster, I bought a set of stock Sportster pipes and put them on a CB two hundred. Yeah, I got them for twenty dollars on eBay. Right. Yeah. I need even brand new parts from the dealership. I wanted the timer cover that doesn't cover anything because my bike doesn't have points. Right. Right. 
but it's got that cool engine turn finish from the Sportster 72. I want a 70s tracker look. So I'm like, hey, you know, I'll see what it costs at the dealership before I go prowling for used ones. Because I'm sure somebody replaced theirs with Skulls or Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah, there had to be a bunch of them, yeah. It was 18 bucks. I was like, yeah. I I think it was like an Ace of Spades with a skull (laughs) giving two thumbs up. Yeah. Or like the middle finger, probably. <laughs> or maybe one it. thumb up and one middle finger. Right. Or, yeah. yeah. I didn't hate riding a Harley. I would certainly love to, if I hit the lottery and then like a Harley showed up, that would be great. I'm telling you, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm completely bi-curious when it comes to Harley-Davidson's. There's, no, no, it's bike-curious. I, I know, but wanna, I'm willing I to say bi-curious on those, yeah. My one buddy had said, you don't want a sports or you want something. And I, and I kind of agree with him. If I'm going to get a Harley, I'd want, be, I'd want at least like a Road King mm-hmm. or bigger or something. Yeah. And now they're coming out with the bigger motors and stuff. That's the funny part. The funny part is I've been riding around for several days on a 1900cc motorcycle. So that would be like a 110 or a 111 what, 104? What's that? No, more than that, um, I think. 1900 cc's. Uh, what is 1900 cc's in cubic inches? 113. No. 115.9. Uh, I was off by two cubic 116 inches. 116 cubic inches. Okay, 1900 three. millimeters yeah. is 116 cubic inches squared. So yeah, that's yeah. bigger than any Harley that's <laughs> out there. Back in the day, if you had a 93-inch stroker, you That was a big goddamn deal, wasn't dog, it? Man. That was a big <laughs> goddamn deal. Yeah. And seriously, now we're... Now they come with... Yeah. Well, what is the stock? 110? 110 is now the, the big, the big buckle. That's the entry level. No, no, no that's the no, big No, the bike. 103 is, I think, the 103, the 103 right? is out there. That's yeah. They're coming out, like, this year with the 110, I think. Yeah. Most of the bikes that they had there were 103s. 103s is... That's flavor of the day. Like, seriously, <laughs> at the Harley dealership, the big thing you're going to see is you're going to see the, the, what are they, the 96s and the 103s seems to be what's in the dealerships. Wasn't 93-inch Stroker your nickname in high school? Yes. Because <laughs> he could stroke it 93 times. One inch, 93. So you've been doing your <laughs> modifications to your, uh, you've been doing the Sport Touring V7 conversions. And I see you got the bags on, you got the top case on. Aye. You got the pipes are done. Aye. And are, are you doing anything else with the pipes? Because you got super traps on there I right don't now. Know. Yeah. At some point, I might buy the Agostinis that we sell just yeah. so that, just yeah. so I could promote the brand. Oh, just yeah. so oh I think you're so good. What too. I eventually want to do, and I'm not sucking up here, people, yeah. but what I eventually want to do, I want to make a list of everything that's on that bike uh, and what yeah. it costs yeah. and roughly how many hours it takes to put it on. So that when we're, I'm at an event or whatever. Point at bike. What part somebody you like? Says, oh, dude, uh, that's so great. Can they do that to mine? Of, <laughs> of course I can. That was, what was it? What's that <laughs> phrase you like? Can I, can I, can I introduce you to our accessory specialist? <laughs> Let me show you to our chrome specialist. <laughs> chrome specialist. <laughs> yes, you need to step into but, the chrome uh, department. I, I may do, I may do Agos. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because it seems. These so, things are pissing me off because I can't get them to stop. Popping. Popping on diesel. Yeah. And meanwhile, that to me is yeah. a vital, visceral part of the experience. I'll admit it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I will probably also add a center. <laughs> I only pop with engine braking in my yeah. super mode. Prob- yeah. Well, if it sounds like a jake break, it'd be all right. It doesn't. It sounds like, it sounds like a... Pop, 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 pop. Anyway. Yeah. I will probably also do a center stand eventually. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like center stands. Yeah. I have to do a two-up kit sooner yeah. or later because my daughter wants a ride. Sure, my son wants Makes a perfect ride. Sense, Not yeah. your wife, but your daughter. I, no, she can, <laughs> fucking, she can go ride a lawnmower. Chris Smith, have you ridden anything <laughs> other than the GS four hundred and fifty? 
Rode the concourse. Okay. Rode the, uh, so uh, last weekend was the fuel. Yes. So I rode the GS 450 the on Friday night, mm-hmm. and then on Saturday I rode the 73 Honda yep. that you guys chopped out for me. Yep. And then uh, on Sunday I rode the uh, V7 down to Brunswick. Mm-hmm. To, uh, and, uh, You've been mixing it up, then. Stop by my house. Well, nobody shit. gave a shit about the about the G the. Uh, no, the, not the, a the, fuel. The Guzzi, no, no. The V7. No, they, no. Yeah. It's a, yeah. yeah. But, well, it's you know, because you have a front brake. Right. They sure in, showed in, in, in a, a high vis helmet. They right. sure showed some respect to the electric light, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they did. I'm absolutely certain they did. Oh, yeah. But they yeah. you still have the drifter. Yeah, I still got the drifter. Apparently, he doesn't care for it much. Yeah. Well, it's in the corner. Drifter. Seems like a good so opportunity for somebody to buy it cheap. The high plane drifter. <laughs> they turned it into an Indian drifter. <laughs> <laughs> an Indian drifter? Yeah, they rebadged it. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, the rebadged Indian 800 drifters. Just let me know. You got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but uh, Saturday they must have had a couple hundred bikes out at. Uh, I didn't get there until. I didn't get there until I didn't get to the event until almost seven o'clock, uh, seven thirty because I have the other store. So by the time I got back here, waited for the rainstorm to pass. Yeah. Then got the uh, the pedophile bike fired up. I was over there at the rain, during the rain. During the rains, yeah. yeah. And I got there just as everybody was cleaning the pedophile out. Pedophile bike? Did you ride? That? I did, of course. <laughs> and the funny thing was. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's a chopper event, right? Which it clearly is a chopper event. There oh, was definitely. N- there was definitely. nothing in the building with a front brake on it. Period. <laughs> like, nothing in the building with a front brake on it. Well, there were things in the parking lot. Ray's had some stuff for rent there that... Every that fucking brakes. mountain bike had a front brake on it that you could rent for the mountain bike park. <laughs> but nobody... So what this is, is this is an indoor mountain bike park, because Cleveland gets that cold. Totally, that was my first time seeing it. It's so cool. It's totally not as intimidating <clears> as I thought. Wait till you're on those things. Um, oh, it's so what, much fun. Did you the, see the one thing definitely appeared to yeah, be the pump track? track? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think I could ride that. I mean, I don't think I could go out there and do obstacle like crazy nah, shit. But just I mean, go out and cruise around and enjoy yourself. I could, could, could Did you that. see the uh, the forks they had for sale? Yeah. So the forks started at 180 bucks. Yeah. And went up to 700 dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. For a, I'm going Dude, fuck for your fucking my, bicycle. My yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. My oh, friend yeah. Keith. You better keep delivering papers or something. <laughs> <laughs> my friend Keith, who I really bum, need bum, to get bum, in here to do a guest spot, but my friend Keith. Got tired of motorcycles. He had a, jeez, uh, he had a VFR. Got off the VFR and got onto a uh, DRZ Supermo. Yeah. yeah. Did like three grand worth of customizing. Mm-hmm. Got off that. He got tired of motorcycles and got onto a mountain bike. Spent more money on the cost. Honestly, oh, yeah. Goodness, yeah, he Absolutely. said it cost like forty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, and James is doing this trash hill and yeah. yeah, James has got James one is doing trash one bike. Did you pick that bike up? Yes, I did. It's like what the wheel should weigh. Right, the it, whole bike. It, it's like whoa! Hey, it is almost impossible that, that much fuck? of anything in space. Like seriously, that something that accommodates it's, that much cubic air can weigh less than the air to that pick it up. It was around. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. The whole bike weighs like what six pounds or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's also funny because it it totes James's Clydesdale ass around. We need to build him a carrier rack to mount on the rack of a motorcycle. Oh yeah. So he can, he can do well. That. Yeah. He yeah. Otherwise, he's gonna drive his damn pickup truck all summer just so he can haul that bicycle around. So all the fucking guys do. They got pickup trucks, and instead of putting the bicycle in the back of the pickup truck, which is empty, oh yeah, they buy a carrier for the back of the pickup truck. That, that's so Camaro. Now, the best thing about that, <laughs> that, that fuel over there on yeah. West Boulevard. Oh, yes, yes, fuel. Reel us back in. Was yeah. 
They were at the tap stack who has oh, the their, their microbrewery right there. Yep. So rather than dicking around with, you know, Miller yeah. Lite and all right. these other kind Not of bad. knuckleheads, just walk right in there. You yeah. get a high quality beer. Oh, yeah. Right on the premise. No fussing around. Yeah, tap stack's cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, so, all the hipster Harley guys are walking around with their PBR They were doing burnouts in the bar. Really? Uh, well, how, okay, so how it. do you do a burnout without a front break? Oh, you have seven other people hold your front end. Oh. Wow. So MVR, MVR should think about going to that location. We should. We should talk to if, people who run if, that thing. If they don't do uh, the sacks again. But I'm telling you what, that's, that's a great thing. Why location. does anybody bring a quart of moonshine anywhere? That is 31 ounces too much. Yeah. It's, it's, not even a good, it's not even is a good... Is that the stuff we hid? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so John brings out uh, literally. <laughs> looks it's not even the good smooth stuff. Oh well, God, now it's moonshine. That's the fucking Ritz Runner, <laughs> Pennsylvania <laughs> shit, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. that's mud bog shit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fucking Ridge Runner shit. Yeah, yeah, you can taste. Uh, <laughs> you can probably taste the dirt in there. You can't taste anything else. <laughs> I'm about to go get some burn and wash it down. Yeah, can I borrow what? some of this? I was thinking about stripping the hood and repainting it on the Mazda. Can no, I, you could. Yeah. Can I put an outside of my gas tank? And clear my injectors out. Right. Exactly. That's violent. <laughs> Cameron's yeah, face is stupid. Right. Exactly. It's a hell of a face, isn't it? All my eyes. You call the pussy again. <laughs> so, Steve, tell us about your. Uh, your K seventy five. There it is. Yeah, what did it turn into? It's pretty good. <laughs> it was that bad a shine. Yeah. Now, as far oh, as shine yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. this I mean, is remarkably drinkable. Honestly, this shine is better than the fucking oh, fucking the rye, rye we had that we used to do the walls. No, the lack. <laughs> we had a guy bring us some rye yesterday and was bragging on this rye hard, and it's one hundred and forty proof. Homemade rye? Homemade rye? No. No, bottle, tailor-made. Store-bought? Store-bought something or other, and he was bragging. It was, it was bread, but, yeah. I mean. Yeah. He was bragging on it, bragging on it, bragging on it. He brought it in and gave us a snoot, and, and I took a snoot at it, and I was like, wow, oh, boy. First thing I thought was moonshine. And so I handed it to him, and I was like, Dustin, you got to try this rye. It's awesome. It's totally declawed. It's nice. A good sipping. He just a good, me. I was like, I'll tell you what, just, <laughs> I was like, you know what, just slam it and enjoy the it. lion sack of shit. I just, did. He hands it to me, he goes, yeah, just knock that back. Just knock that back. Just, just like, knock that back. Sip. So, what did you do wrong that day? Oh. Nothing. Apparently you did. You just don't know It did. Uh, what it did was it made your face just, just lock up. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those things that, like, this shine is completely drinkable. This, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is fairly well stepped on. Oh, yeah. That's good. But the rye that we had, I couldn't have this conversation after drinking it <laughs> because my throat was in convulsions. <laughs> yeah. I had to yeah. go chug a beer. Right. To, to put like, out the fire. Wash it away from yeah. my life. Yeah. And it hung around. It just coated. It was like Vicks Formula 44D. It was like, it did D. not let go of your <laughs> goddamn throat. Fix 44. Uh, D. D, baby. D. <laughs> With the extra dime attack. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and this dude, this dude was on his way to and bike night. Wide, big fucking cube. Giant fucking cube. <laughs> fucking cube. So what did you... So yeah. you went out on your boat today. Uh, well, yeah, I just want to... Yeah, we'll put that away. Sailing. Takes me uh, away. Friend, takes me friends away. Friends of ours from Detroit. Yeah. Uh, they're big sailors, and he grew up sailing and everything. So The Strohs. The Strohs, yeah. The Strohs family. And they've been... Hello, uh, John Stroh. They've been wanting to like go out, really so we decided to go out today, and it looked like there was wind. So you got out there. And it looked like there was wind. I no, can tell I you, there was wind like a motherfucker this morning when I was when I was riding Buddy around. I was riding this little 50cc around on a parts run. So I'm going down Tyler Boulevard at, at full tick, at least 52 miles an hour. <laughs> right, like like dead tuck. Wind that's, a, to the back. that's amazing. Though. It is amazing on a 49cc with my big ass on it. Oh, the black but cat. The black cat. Yeah. yeah, the black cat. I was hauling ass. 
I turned around at Heisley Road. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I turned around at Heisley Road and was riding Tyler Bullerette because I was really in a crunch for time. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to take it on a freeway because I'll bet you in a full tuck I can see 55. And legitimately a freeway, obviously 49 cc's doesn't belong on the freeway, but our law here says a minimum of 45 miles per hour. So I was like, I can go 55 and it's only one exit. It's a big exit, but it's only one exit. It is a two-stroke, so technically it's putting out a little more power. It's a little downhill, too. Nah, I was really glad I didn't go on the freeway because I caught a headwind coming back, which on 49 cc's and a a sail the size that I put up, oh, I was in bad shape. 12 miles an hour. I was about 42 miles an hour. But wait, I want Steve to tell us. Wait, there's more. I want Steve to tell us how fast he was going tonight. So on the GPS... (laughs) <laughs> it didn't register speed, but it said that we moved 14 feet in a minute. <laughs> so that's not even the length of the boat. I mean, even that's half the length of the boat. Even even just <laughs> drifting on the lake, you should technically move further. So than in here, if you fell off the boat, the energy of you falling off the boat would move the boat more than 14 feet in a minute. It would. It would. It was horrible. Did, Did you, you guys stand on the back and blow at the there. sail? No, I had a. When we tried to come about, I had a. I had a you had to wave the yeah, sail? I, don't, ah, I, had a, ah. I had to do the rudder to bring us about. So you we were. No wait a second. You were using the rudder as an oar. Right. Did you just need to put a fan up and blow right. up at the sail? Yeah, that shit works. Really? Yep. What you do is you, you have everybody, um, you have everybody <laughs> go to the. Uh, lee side of the boat, okay. so it leans over. So the sails, the gravity pulls the sails down. Right. So any wind that hits you, actually, it keeps the sails full because if they're straight up and down, they kind of flap. It doesn't yeah. have to fluff the sail. If yeah, already, it's already because right. the weight so, is fluffing the sail. Right. I got. So you. we had everybody. I mean, we did everything, and the wind just it. And if fourteen you the wind, feet a minute, the four wind, people sitting there on the boat going, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the wind was so it was zero, but it was shifting. It shifted three hundred sixty degrees. In the hour we were out, it shifted. The wind was zero, but it shifted one hundred. You were out at a bad time. I mean, it was you know, like, it was yeah. probably going from onshore to offshore. Right. Like every, every every evening the winds go yeah. right, and they, they, you got a nice onshore <laughs> at night, <laughs> but it, it comes on at ten o'clock. Wow! And then it lasts till like four or five in the That's morning. That's horrible. So. so that little five horsepower got to work out. Yeah, three point eight knots, full power. <laughs> you measured that wow. too. Three point eight knots. Wide yeah. open. Well, you Wide did open. say that the maximum speed I, that I hull could go though was like five point eight knots, that. right? <clears throat> so the fact but is, but not on water, and Jesus, you know. You're saying, you're saying with a hundred horsepower, that hull could go five point eight knots, right? So if it so with ten... five horsepower on there, the fact that it was going over sixty percent of that <laughs> is kind of impressive. It is. <laughs> Tail. We're moving this piece of shit as fast as we could possibly be expected to move it. It's That's not cool. fast. Yeah, no, it was not fun. It's not fast. I'm surprised. So you know, what about like doing like a hybrid setup where you have a really quiet, like a Honda EU 2000 generator, right. and then <laughs> mount some sort of AC motor right. that's waterproof, and you yeah. could just, you know what well, I mean? That's what I had on my other boat. Like, just I have I a... Had a I actually, I had deep cycle batteries. Yeah. yeah. I put two in the bow and one in the stern All right. to keep the weight balanced, and I had an electric, I had a trolling motor, right. and that would last for like six hours. Wow. It would push, it, it would push that boat at hull speed. So. Really? And that was that was fine. That's I mean, pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it was quiet. Of course. No smoke, no two No nothing, no noise. But no if you had an inboard, it would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. So you put your generator where the inboard is, yeah. you put your electric motor where your, your diesel was. 
and it would be fine. Hey, DC motors work underwater. Yeah. So you could just put a DC motor on a very long extension cord and tie the extension cord to the bow of your boat and just let that fucker run out like a fish and just let that underwater DC motor just pull your boat along. It would be awesome. And if it was mine, I'd steer I'd like it, this. Dude, I'd, no, you steer like a rudder. No, steer with the negative is one oh, way and positive is Negative positive. And then put a shark fin yeah. just to fuck with people. And be like, yeah, I'm chasing that shark down. You could pretend to be Quinn. Gonna need a bigger boat. That's okay. So uh, you've been riding your Harley? Uh, I have. I put uh, I put like three hundred miles on it. I'd say in the last two weeks. How's your ankle? That's what I was gonna say. Is I would have put more on uh, had I not uh, dropped the bike five miles from my house and route to riding it to Akron. Keyword in that sentence is moron. Yes. Yes. So I didn't hear that word. It was. It was. I would have put more on. It was a combination. It was a combination of many factors. I saw what you did. I heard what you did. It was a combination of many factors, but it was. Uh, you know, on um, this is really inside baseball. You know, on Auburn, yep. where you can turn on the Hermitage, I do. or keep going on Auburn. I do. Or no, I don't know. It's uh, Morley. Sorry. It doesn't matter. Morley, anybody yeah. who's listening to this podcast, you yeah, know yeah, that yeah, road yeah. at the corner of yeah, Oh my God and Don't Rob Me. I wasn't sure where I wanted <laughs> oh to go. Oh my God, Don't Rob from Chris Smith. <laughs> Wait, the corner of you better be packed. Is this the LA podcast? No, no. this is actually to, what what he's describing is the corner of white people and more white people, but not yet Amish buggies. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So it was a combat. Like I was, I was torn between. I should turn here and just keep going and see where it takes me, mm-hmm. or I should pull off and check my directions that I ah. have printed out. Okay. Because I don't want to have headphones in because that's unsafe. I have headphones now. Yeah. You know, for directions, but I didn't at the time, uh, and I realized there was no shoulder there, and I'm trying to turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With these, I've used the phrase "fuck awful" to describe them now on three different podcasts, including this one. Because they are really terrible. They're buckhorns. Yeah. Yeah, they're buckhorns. So my elbows are touching, and then I felt the bike come out from underneath me, and I'm like, okay, and my ankle went underneath it, and I got back on the bike, and I thought, I have to go home and do my podcast. Yeah. Uh, Because it was a Tuesday, which is when we record Camden Tubbed. I have about two hours before this thing starts to hurt, about another hour and a half Mm. before I get home. And I would either, I would really inconvenience uh, my girlfriend. You're running on injury time at that point. Yeah, Yeah. so I I just, I knew, so I just, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. So I I rode home. I I felt like an idiot, but not too much of an idiot. I was a turn signal lens away from being, you know, back in action. Yeah. Can't complain. The fact that you crashed a motorcycle and only cost you turn signal lines, yes. pretty amazing. Yes. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Either you've crashed or you're going to crash. It's, it's or gonna... you're crashing at the moment. That's what I was going to say. My first, my first yeah. thought was yeah. is I wasn't freaked out. Yeah. I wasn't nervous. I just I picked the bike back up, and I was sitting on it, and I shut it off for a second before I was going to start try to restart it. And I said, well, I, in my head, I said, well, I got that out of the way. So that felt fine. So see, my, I always get yeah. up and look around to see if anyone saw it. That's my yeah. yeah. It'll like, happen again, man. The, the key... <laughs> Knock out a fucking wood. Hopefully, I don't get run by a bus on the way home. I've been down three times really bad where I should have been hurt and knock out wood. I haven't been. And I can say I personally believe, and this sounds like me really stroking my ego, but it's not. Personally, the key is to put the bike down the right way. Yeah. Realize, don't don't try and hang on until the last minute and say, oh, I can save it. I can. No, fuck this. You're going to go down. Pick how you do it. I kind of, and so it was easy because you know, of the handlebar position and the forward. It, I should say it wasn't easy because the forward control. So that's how I got my leg caught underneath me. Because I was like, as soon as I saw there was no shoulder, and as soon as I knew the bike was going down, yeah. I just kind of tried to push it away from me. 
And because uh, I was doing like five or ten so miles you're low an hour. sided? Yeah, I, I definitely low sided. So he has to stay behind the bike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that, that got me was my ankle. And the only thing that sucks about that is that all of my cars have a manual, a standard yeah. transmission. Yeah, there you go. And you know my bike. Uh, which the only position my ankle hurts in is either when I put all of my weight on it or if it is in the position to operate the clutch on oh, either nice. on a car or the Man. gear shifter on a motorcycle. But I did ride it to work one day this week. Man, wanted to ride it every day. Ankle, yeah. So what's weird is that it didn't start. No, it's all right. It didn't start swelling until. Put a until couple of Tampax in the this freezer. Week. You know what Tampax are, right? Yes, okay. yes. I have four older sisters. I'm well aware. There are Tampax everywhere. You're looking for Cheez-Its, and there's fucking Tampax. Wet a couple of Tampax and throw them in the freezer. Yeah. So no taco shells, but I got plenty of Tampax. Right. So wow. yeah, so I've put I put you know about 300 miles on the bike I would say, and then right after that I realized how much more comfortable the stock seat is than the one that was on the bike, oh, the real low profile okay. one. Yeah. So I figured that out after I put all those miles on. Yeah, the bike. well, what about the seat you bought? Um, I tried to I tried to drill the hole. What a banana it, seat! Because uh, I couldn't because of the position of the so the bike's lowered. Obviously, it's got lowered rear shocks, lower right. front fork, and the position of the. Um, kickstand or side stand. Well, I, you're not a short guy either, so that's got to be kind of weird. It is a little weird. Um, I like the look now. I might not like the look in six months. It's whatever. Um, I don't know enough to know <clears throat> that I shouldn't like it yet. I'll put it to you that way. I'm inexperienced enough to know that. Oh, it takes years to figure out whether or not you're having a good time or not. Mm-hmm. It takes years to find figure out the bike that you're riding and you're used to and you're completely okay with mm-hmm. that you go sit on something else and ride something else. You're like, holy shit. That's why I'm kind of glad. It's fantastic. It's amazing. It's like well, I've always wanted same... a Sportster, and that's kind of why I'm glad I got one for my first bike, because I know that two or three bikes from now I'm going to be, because I love this bike now, right. I know two or yeah. three bikes from now I'm going to be like, that thing was a piece of shit. Well, I mean. Well, the greatest bike you've no. ever owned is the one you most recently bought. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this you is go. the best. How did I ever live without it? Oh, and then yeah. two years but, later, I'm riding something I else. I asked my nephew M about girlfriends. One. He said, the next one's the N best plus one. The next one's the best <laughs> one. I like N this plus kid. One. Yeah. <laughs> N plus one is always the best answer. N plus one. So I, uh, I measured everything out because I, I was just going to drill the hole very carefully on the bike while it was on the side stand, yeah. which was bad fucking idea but i'm like if i fuck it up the fender's already screwed up because where the stock seat mounts was already pushed in so yeah. it's already gonna need body work there i was already planning on cutting up the fender you can't see it um so i went and i drilled the <laughs> hole and i measured and i checked everything again and it was off center by just enough to be noticeable dude it's a harley davidson like the pinstripes on the back don't line up with the pinstripes in the middle that don't line up with the pinstripes, pinstripes on the front, front. Yeah. Seriously, like just hog the hole out. They're half an inch in any direction. <laughs> fender washers. That's no what fender washers. Step were. drills and fender washers. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, there's a reason. So. Step drills and fender washers. The two best tool, tools in any man's yeah, arsenal. Get one of those uh, ATV the, jacks. Does that have the seat mount? Little bung that comes up with the clip on it. And yeah. Then single bolt. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, how they do. So that's the, that's how the stock seats you are mounted. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna bung, order it. The, the next bung. purchase is gonna be a new fender and. Uh, and I'm just going to wait until I have a weekend where I can cut the fender the way I want it. and Pull that bottle out of your ass. You know, put it out. Have you been riding your uh, BMW all week? But wait, story. there's more. Yeah, 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 <laughs> wait, we got to talk to Steve about the buck of CC life. I'm curious. Well, <laughs> my name's Steve. Today, yeah. deep subject era. Yeah. I rode today to Sills, yeah, and I rode away on an ST eleven hundred. Ah, nice. All right, so give us some background, Steve. How did you facilitate all this? Okay, so 
my wife was going to work and she saw that K seventy five. And so I went there. I well, I went there. I got off work early. I oh no, he didn't. He went there. Yeah. He went there. Yeah. And I called the guy, and I bought it right when I saw it. Yeah. So it was you know it was decent. It had yeah. eighty eight thousand miles on it, and right. I always wanted a K seventy five. Yeah. And how many miles? Eighty eight. Yeah. Oh, that's and barely you, broken in. Yeah. And you wanted a K seventy five for how long? For about ten years. Yeah. And so you bought this with a princely sum of. But, but yeah, yeah. But you want to own one for. Eight hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, nice. it is the exact right I saw way that. to buy it. Well, there was a there was a seventy five slash five, a seventy one yeah. seventy five for like eight hundred bucks. I yep. thought it was pretty ridiculous. So wait, yeah. that's the one Steve bought. Oh. Oh. So go ahead, Steve. How did the ST eleven hundred? So, well, so I went to the I went to the dealer to to get some parts for it. Because you know when I buy something, I go I go over the whole thing because I don't want to ride something. That's, it's got eighty eight thousand miles on it. Right, it's a three cylinder sideways motor. Right. I wanted to do the splines because there's some glow up on there. And Absolutely. So I wanted it. And I. The, the, oil filters, right the oil filters are so bizarre. They have a cover <laughs> inside the engine. It's got a spin on oil filter. Mm-hmm. So it's inside the engine with a cover right. that is bathed in oil. So right. you can't just buy a, a oil filter from. I mean, even the one. No, you've got to get a pan gasket. You have to get a, you have to get all the gaskets, but you right. also have to buy a filter that doesn't have any paint That's or right. any stickers on it because it'll get it's in the sitting motor. in hot oil. Yeah. So anyway, wow. when I went walked in there, I saw this god ugly trashed 1100 <laughs> ST 1100 and says but oh my god that's got to be mine that's what i said <laughs> exactly what i said <laughs> so i tried to talk to him that, in the that bitch is so ugly she's got to be mine <laughs> and who were you talking to myself no no i mean who at the at the shop this is at Smith, this is at sills right yeah so so i waited for this guy the salesman that i awesome. talked to a lot yeah. is dominic oh, dominic really yeah, cool. i know dominic yeah and so he was selling. He just sold a twelve hundred and twelve hundred GS, and and so I was. I waited for like a half hour, and wow. he was still in the midst of selling this right. thing. They're like so really they're shorthanded, yeah. And then I came in again, and he was selling another bike. So yeah. then today, I said, you know, I'm going to go up there and see if he's free, and I, I'm going to take the title with this BMW because you know it's a nice bike, yeah, <laughs> but it's not for me. It's top heavy. It's got a weird, like that three cylinder. You know, I always said I hate three cylinder yep. vibrations. It's got a three cylinder vibration and numb. Use my hands. So you got what you deserved after ten years, and I didn't. <laughs> and one ride. No, I rode it. I put I put five hundred miles on it, okay. I, and I yeah. wanted to like it. You know how you yeah. like want to oh, yeah. like something? You were trying. Yeah, I was trying to like it, but right. I just didn't like yeah. it. So I rode in there, and I I said, that is. I, I saw a dominant. I'm like. What's the story behind that 1100? And he said, well, it's jiggy. It's got, you know, it's got the rear ends all messed up, and you can't get it up on the side stand, and I'll make you a really good deal on it. And Sold. So, <laughs> it's no. jiggy, and it doesn't work, and it's broken. Yeah, so I, yeah. So I took it for a ride. <laughs> so I'm like, can, can I take it for a ride? And it was the most scary bike I've ever ridden in my life. I, I'm telling you, it was, the, it was riding it was <clears throat> frightening. Okay. That made you want to even was, more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's like that, you get a, it needed a red-haired stepchild. So it needed syndrome. you. It needed me to fix it. But what I noticed was it had a, a aftermarket, had a high-end aftermarket gas shock on the back. Okay. You know, get, uh, yeah, Fox shock. Yeah. But yeah. I but when you push down on it, it was like. Just butter. Just like boing, right. boing, So there's boing, no air. Boing. There's no they, air in it. The valves are blown so out. You knew that there was nothing. Yeah. That there's nothing. Uh, right. that it's there, got zero psi. Right. Yeah. 
And the front tire was slightly deflated, so I thought, well... Okay. That would that would explain a lot. Right, but it had all these accessories. It had uh, aftermarket bars. So uh, tons of parking uh, Heli bars, you know, those heli bars, yeah. adjustable heli bars, yeah. uh, heated grips. It Somebody had, uh, was really into after, it for a while. Aftermarket, like, driving lights. It had a, huh. a sound system. Like a How many system. miles? It had 49,000, which is nothing. Nothing. So it was half yeah. the mo- almost like yeah. half the mileage of the motor. other one. Yeah. And that motor is so Much better sweet. motor. And it, and it okay. ran out oh, really? perfectly. Okay. And it ran right up to red line with and no noise. So you needed anything. to put air in the rear shock and air in the front tire. Right. That's what I think. And it's perfect. What'd you pay? Nice. Well, they gave me... I paid 500 bucks more for that bike. So wait, you got rid of an $800? Okay, so you bought the K75 for how much? For 800 bucks. For 800 bucks. And then you gave them the $800 mistake you made. Right. And, and then an extra five hundred dollars. And they gave me the thirteen hundred. He said, "You got to just get this wait, out of here." Is it thirteen hundred? No, 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 I'm sorry, it's eleven hundred. Oh, okay. Because I okay, so I rode a thirteen hundred in the, the past. It's an eleven hundred. That's carbureted, right? It's carbureted. It's carbureted. Right? Yeah. yeah. But I do not. I do not like thirteen hundreds. I feel mm-hmm. like you're like packed in them. You are exactly. They're, For those who don't know, this is, a, this is a V4 sport touring sideways inline crank. Right. Well. Yeah, for the motorcycling Motor world, it's right. sideways. Yeah. For the automotive yeah. world, it's, it's inline. It's an inline force. Right. It's not transverse. And boy, what a sweet motor that is. It is. It's a fantastic motor. And you got the right about, mileage. I remarks that I've heard about them. It's like you could be 90, 90 mile an hour and you're just barely like, what? So is, it, oh. is it two CX500s oh, no, so put together? <laughs> it's nothing like a CX500 at all. It's a three oh valve. Oh my God, yeah. it's, so, it's, it's such a good motor. Yeah. So well, that's for, fantastic. For so some you, air, for some air, I fixed. For the it. price of some air, you totally sorted out this bike's shit handling. Right. And wow. it, it's perfect. It has a new windshield on it. Yeah. And it had a uh, the guy trying to paint the GV case, and it's all people, peeled yeah, off. We all know so. what happens when people try to paint GV cases. Mm, Chris Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Settle down. Settle down. Yeah. Simmer down now. No, it came that way. It came pre-painted. Oh, it's got new tires too. Get out of here! Old bikes. What? I, I, I was going to have to spend nearly three fifty on right, the on tires, tires for the old yeah. bike because right. the sidewalls. Every time you turn, and you can it pretty much like only buy Metzlers for that bike, right? And yeah. the, the sidewalls are totally dry rotted. Right. Yeah. So, on that BMW I mean, it wasn't stuck. a bad bike, but it's just it's not fantastic. Mine. So you're thirteen hundred dollars or a buck a cc, essentially, into an ST, which I never thought would be possible. And why the fuck did anybody at Sills even take that K seventy five? Because Sills knows a thing or two about BMWs. Because it was Hoffert. No, it was so funny. He's like, I don't even want to ride it. I don't know. I don't want anything about it. I'll look at it while you take this thing for a test ride. Took it for a test ride. It came back, and he's like, you know, I'll knock 500 off that bike. I'll give you 1500 for that thing, and we'll work the deal out. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Steve, so, you're shocked. Please, please take thing, this. They said, the only thing I want you to do is have your mechanic look at the rear swing arm. He already did. Yeah, but and he right. You know, they pull, they looked oh, at the swing arm. The swing arm's fine. Oh. That's the only thing. They I was were convinced about. that the rear bushings were bad in the rear swing arm. But meanwhile, a, a dead shock could do the same thing. Right. So you you win on that one. Yeah. Experience keeps Hoffert a fine tool. Tails. Yeah, that was a Born that's a, a brilliant bike. pickup. Nobody yeah. does it. Hoff tails. That is. Hoff tails. That's a brilliant pickup. I mean, you. We've been listening to you want an ST1100 for years. 
So the fact that you finally got the SD1100, well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. Excellent. You, you earned that one. I still, I still lost after a, after a toaster tank slash five. So I'm taking you with me because I feel like if it's a really, if it's Have a good deal, I'll get a great deal on it. And if it's a great deal, they'll pay yeah. me to take 75 it. 75 slash six is well, yeah. there's one on Craigslist, a 71, 75. Well, there's a blue slash five, slash yeah, five out there yeah. for 800 bucks with a title. What? You're never I gotta stop buying stuff. I bought another. You just have to too. buy a toaster. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> You collect, you collect you collect hybrid which are Cleveland or I have five yeah, hybrids. <laughs> it's like you're it's like you've cornered the market on lithium recycling. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you need guys like Steve to keep yeah. the keep the truth moving. My god, I think man. Nickel metal hydride though. Yeah, those are nickel metal hydride. They're yeah. older, old tech. They're very heavy. They're old tech. Yeah, very heavy, very heavy. That's funny cuz we were joking about that with somebody the other day. I said, "Yeah, I said, you know, people who don't realize how old we're getting is that hybrids have been out so long, my friend who only has collector vehicles has got three of them. And they were like, what? And I was like, you have no idea how old a fucking Honda Insight is. You know, that thing's coming around the corner on historical plates right now. And what year is your Insight? 2000. 2000. First year. 16 years old. But but when you think of, they're going to be collectible because they're all aluminum. Yeah, yeah. They have... They only imported thirteen thousand. They're worth five more dead alive. Run. Yeah. In a five-year run, they imported thirteen thousand of this. They only made seventeen thousand, and they only imported what? They only made seventeen thousand in the whole world. In the whole world, units. Right. Holy shit! And they imported thirteen thousand in the United States. So you figure Silver that's about three thousand, you know, twenty-five hundred yeah. to three thousand yeah. a year in in per year. And right. I have two of the two of the. 2000s My and they're God, awesome cars. Yeah, yeah. They're they go like hell. hell. You rub them on the carpet. Yeah. You put a giant stuff. penny in the back and they do a wheelie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a big old penny, penny and they just remember the penny racers. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be a giant penny. No, it doesn't have to be a giant penny. It's always funny when every time I see one of those because the track on the rear is narrower than the track on the front. Oh, yeah, it's, it's very and So strange. it's so weird. So, like, as a person who, who always looks at everything with the concept of snow, right, I look at a vehicle and has a narrower track on the back than it has on the front, and I'm going, okay, there's four wheels that have to cut a path through the snow instead of just two. And I have snow t- tires for them, too. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Why don't you just put a big tread on the back? Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. snowmobile. <laughs> you have, like, dualies in the back. <coughs> well, it's yeah, interesting. It's like the wheels are like fans, and they blow air. Yeah, they're, they're the, turbine-shaped. Yeah. 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 And, the, and that it, cools the regenerative braking down. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. very It's really interesting. Subject. Every once in a while, I get one of these fucking deviant fuckers in my shop. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, I got no, one today. No, customers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> AKA customer. No, customers spend money. These are patrons it's of my like, museum. That sounds like the patrons of the world's <laughs> greatest free museum. A customer spends money. That's the definition of customer. A fucking tourist goes into the museum on Tuesday when it's free. Yeah. Well, there we should hand out pamphlets at truck stops. Oh my god, man! <laughs> so this Moto, guy came in and he goes, "Famous motorcycle museum. Yeah, biggest ball of twine ever." Uh, come see a living, breathing Kawasaki H2. Welcome to yeah. the Alamo. <laughs> Have you been to the basement? Can you say uh, adobe? Did you say yeah. living and breathing H2, unlike the bike's previous owner? Yes, also true. <laughs> oh. Yay. We don't make our Finger joke. guns. Yeah. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> Hashtag. But the, uh, the guy, I, had, I made the mistake of having the KLR parked out front today. 
So I had the KLR parked out front, which is oh. just like fucking nerd bait, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a fucking bug light. <laughs> it's a lure for it is. It's a bug light for fucking creepy old men is what it is. You're just like, you know, and the KLR's sitting out there, and the guy comes in, he, he walks in, and I should have known by his, like, overall... The moth costume he was wearing. pink complexion. Like, he's one of those pink people. You know, that just, you can tell he eats too much bacon. Mole man. And, yeah, he's Wait not... Wait a minute, can anybody eat too much bacon? Uh, no, he hadn't developed a nice crust, but, he, like, his overall body was, like... He was, like, Scottish-Irish-Norwegian crossbreed mess. <laughs> where he's, like, he can't go in the sun for, like, eight seconds more than I can at all. <laughs> he's one of those super pasty people. Do you have a rummy nose? The big... The, oh, no, he didn't have the big, the big gin blossom. He didn't have that going on. But the rest of them was very W.C. Fields. Gin yeah. So you're not Lebanese? No, you're not Lebanese at all. In fact, he came in and he was like, I see you've got it. And this guy's like I'm saying, he's 54 going on 90. He All of the fun has left his life. He is, you know, he is the same dimensions all around. Okay. He's just that guy. It's Mr. 5 by 5 5 Five feet tall. Five feet tall. Five yeah. Well, he comes in and he goes, I, 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 I see you have a military bike out there. And I said, yeah. And anybody who owns a KLR knows the next question out of anybody's mouth is, is that a diesel? Is that a diesel? Is that a diesel? <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, why? Are you a fetishist? And he goes, what do you mean? No, I'm Serbian. And I said, are you, <laughs> I said, are you a diesel fetishist? Dude, that's so diesel. And he had to think about it for a while. And, I, and he thought and he goes, I... I, I I guess I am. And I said, do you have at least one vehicle that runs on grease? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> well, he's a he's an orthodontist from Beechwood who, like, taught the guy from Great Lakes Brewing Company how to do chip oil. Right? Like, like that's some fucking secret somebody's been holding on to for the past 200 years. It's easy. It's really, really easy. It's a system of pressure. Tubes and screens. So after like the debate whether or not the like the big debate was paper towels if you're cheap paper towels if you're cheap and just gravity yeah, yeah. you can do it it's been done this is why the podcast sounds like shit by the way anybody wants to know when you're listening to the podcast the sidebars do sound like shit. By the you, way, I'm trying to talk louder in this podcast because right. I listen to some podcasts. Yeah, there you listen, go. I wasn't talking loud enough. You're doing yeah. very good. You're doing very well. The uh, and for the benefit of everyone, I'm talking. Could you speak less. up, please? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what I realized with this guy is people who are fetishists want the whole world to do what their fetish is. So he's like, when's the Royal Enfield bringing in the 350, the 350cc diesel? And I looked at him, I said, never. Because we need to protect people from fuckers like you. <laughs> and then he says, well, when are they going to do the Kawasaki 600 diesel? I'm like, they tried. They made a bunch of them and they blew up on the battlefield. It just didn't work out. You never bought one, you piece of shit. Exactly. Way to go. There would well, be the, plenty more of them and people would buy the fuckers. Well, yeah, the diesel motor wasn't a purpose-built diesel motor. Yeah. It was taking a gas motor and converting it into a diesel motor. So it was the Oldsmobile 350 could, diesel of exactly. motorcycles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the point also is, at what RPM do diesel motors tend to make most things happen? Very Two. low. Fucking low, right? Okay. Somewhere between two and 2,400. Not even breathing right? hard. Yeah. Barely breathing hard. What RPM do you think a KLR runs at when you're being shot at? Oh, 9,000. <laughs> all of them. Guaranteed all of them. The yeah. right. Yes, exactly. And the point is, if you take any motor and put it at... 
2200 RPM and shift it through a five-speed gearbox, it's going to be no goddamn fun because your shift point's going to be 1200 goddamn RPM. Oh, the NC700X. Oh. <laughs> and that's better living through economy. <laughs> the economical motorcycle. We've extracted all the fun to make the bike perform better and more efficiently. Yeah. I can yeah. just imagine that being like, fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so it doesn't have a red line. It just has a little blue light that comes on with like a picture of a tree, like an ego friendly tree. Middle finger. <laughs> the middle finger just says. And that is Fuck. exactly what my test ride, when you brought yours over, I, I took it for a ride around the block. Oh, your NX? And I was gay. You brought, the NC17? Yeah. yeah. And I was. I was kind of gay for those until I took one ride on it, and yeah. I was like, "They've extracted all the fun out of the motorcycle." Yeah. Why yeah. I kept it for four weeks. Right, four exactly. Weeks. And he replaced it with an Italian thing that has a bit of a temper, and that's fun. It was just totally fun. Yeah. It's an automatic, yet you can wheelie it. I Go can't figure. really. Hey, I married it. her. <laughs> People like this dude. There's like the the car that we refer to as the automotive journalist special, and mm-hmm. it is a brown diesel rear wheel drive manual transmission wagon. Which is the last car anybody who's not an automotive journalist would ever fucking buy, but okay. everybody clamors for because they want cool guy points on the. Oh, internet. okay, all right. It's a hipster thing. Yeah, but it's it's, it's, it's like a specific subset of hipsters. Right. That's what this guy sounds like to me. Yeah, well, that's the way people are. Because like I love station wagons, but I don't get pissed off that people don't make station wagons because I know nobody else buys them. I don't fucking buy new station wagons. I wait until they're twenty years old and unreliable as fuck before Which I buy them. Call it a fucking the, estate. The last uh, five cars I've owned. Wagons. You know why? Because you're a musician. That's right. In the back of your head, like me, I've been playing the yep. drums since I was in like the fifth grade. Like in the back player. of my head, I'm like, yep. I need a place to put drums. Gotta have a place to put gear. I'm done listening to people, what people write in magazines. <clears throat> well, of course. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, I was convinced. I mean, back that K75. Yeah. I was the reason I wanted the bike is because of all the praise. Yes. Everybody sings about that bike, and when you get it, it's like, it's. What year did that bike launch? '84. I'm, I thought it was. Yeah, it was, it was around there. No, yeah. it was that. It was time, in that because I remember that. when it came out. I think they get a lot of praise because they last a long time. No, they and the people who own them. Everybody says they're ugly. They're heavy, but the people who own them are like. But this thing has lasted for eighty-eight thousand miles, and it's the best bike I've ever had. Yeah, but you have herpes your whole goddamn life. It's still fucking herpes. Exactly. Doesn't mean anybody's going to line up. That's the fucking where I get most of the praise. Wow. Right? The reason you know? that anything gets praise, wow. I can tell you why. It's the tenacious. It won't go gets... away. You can't get rid of it. <laughs> wow. Yay, herpes! Yeah. This is why anything Yay, gets praise in print. <laughs> Money. I am Company A. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to fly yeah. you yeah. out to Italy, sentence. France. Pick your Western European destination, or Hawaii, or wherever the fuck, Southern California. We're going to launch this new car, or bike. Here's a bunch of drinks. Here's the best fucking food you're ever going to eat in your life. It's a party, man. Okay. And here's the press release. Yeah. All right? It's a party. So write it up and put it in You can drive it wherever you want, do what you want with it. All right? You know, say what you want to say, but I'm just reminding you, you know, we flew you out here. Wasn't this fun? We gave you all this shit. Wouldn't you like to do it again next year? You bet your ass I would. And you know... What do you think about the K-Bike? I loved it. No, and I'm, after that I'm point, not shit better than cats. After that point, well, the manufacturer might not even be. Yeah, right. Manufacturer might be wife. saying, "I want you to be really honest about what you think about this bike." But yeah. then your editor comes into your office and says, "I just want to remind you, Company A just bought a two-page advertisement right. next month's exactly. issue yeah. for but the bike you just rode." But if you're the guy who put eighty-eight thousand miles on that bike, of course you love it, and of course you would say this is the greatest bike in the world because exactly it. I've lived with it for eighty-eight thousand miles, and Hopefully, it feels like my. 
hopefully all my auto journal friends have already tuned out of the podcast from my BMW <laughs> talks. I'm going to get so much shit. I made a post last week on Facebook about running ad blocker, and all of my automotive journalist friends act like I personally took and slapped their sandwich out of their face and said, you don't get to eat today. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm like, I can't read your article because the thing popped up. It just pops up and pops up and keeps popping up, God damn it. Well, the, was, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, yeah. go ahead. You're 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 in there. Your ST, the ST 4K 75 trade is probably one of the greatest trades ever because you went from yeah, an old go. man bike no, to I... a slightly slightly younger man bike. <laughs> like you did, you made a move. How long did it take you to make that move? Like three weeks, four weeks? No, I mean. How, what was the turn on when that? When did deal? I buy that bike? Last Friday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> shit. A week. Like so, a four week. Four days. Four fucking days. It would have been one Nobody day. Nobody does it better it, than Hawk. It would have been one day if me? the guy wasn't talking to that other guy. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> so in now, wait a minute. Wait, you guys got to understand seven days. what Hoffer did. He just sucked up at BMW. Right. As trading fodder yeah, for an ST. At, at, at a buck a CC. Yeah. Right? Mm. But yeah. I didn't want to do that. I mean, I no, really wanted to like that bike. Understood. But you're, but you're light years ahead of everybody in this room. I think it's great that you didn't like the bike. Greatest trades in history. You learned. I think you, it's yeah. your amazing that you train. know how to move a bike that fast. No one don't just like get it, let it marinate for five years. But not, no, wait a minute. What? That's for Manhattan. Get it running, let it ride it for 100 miles an hour. Wait a minute. Somebody raise your fucking hand, man. Steve went through loving this bike to death to, I'm trading the shit out of this thing, and I'm going to get the bike that now I love the most in my whole life today. The talking stick. Within two days, three days, whatever. Fuck. Nobody does it better than Hopper. I think it's going to call you and say, can I... Put it. Could I what? Do you want another cheap bike to yeah. put on your floor? Oh, that that K seventy five. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you want another cheap bike? I guarantee to put on your I got got fifteen hundred for it. <clears throat> but he but, did. But better. not as fast as Steve got. No. fifteen hundred. No way. <laughs> That's genius. Yeah. And you went from a 75-year-old's bike to a 65-year-old's bike. <laughs> In one and week. Look how good he looks. Fucking <laughs> awesome, He's man. Feeling great. Yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. You know what? And they're both motorcycles that were used by various different law enforcement agencies. Right? <laughs> Hofford's got a thing for weird cop bikes. Like, I know this. I know deep down in his heart he's like, yeah, well, the list of motorcycles that were used in law enforcement. Like, I know at some point he's working his way through it. You know we got to find him a Chips week? Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. Oh, you would love a Chips Kawasaki. Casey oh, 1000B. that would be awesome. Yeah. That Ooh, might be, main force patrol. That might be too mainstream for him. Even better. Dun, no, Casey one thousand goose goose no, bike. Goose bike. No, I think I like a chip bike. Right. Grossman. Grossman. <laughs> Grossman. <laughs> yep. Because every every seventies or eighties exploitation police movie needed to have the one like the one lovable white guy. Yeah, the one just like Grossman. Yeah. Oh, you don't get it, Grossman. He was the token nerd. He was the, the entire picture show. of the motorcycle. Well, Grossman. No, there was the. Well, no. there was the little nerd guy that wore the lab coat. There was the lab coat coat. No, Grossman oh, was the big cop. You're there was right. Big, you're right. Big fluffy bear you're cop. You're right. You're yeah. right. I like the yeah. sexy chicken night rider that worked on Kit. Yeah. Yeah. She was always in the back of the semi truck that he'd pull the car in yeah. when she had to work on it. Wearing fucking satin yeah. goddamn yeah, satin, jumpsuit. Satin coveralls zipped down for cleavage. Yeah, like the chicken the Kuntosh in a. Adrian Barbeau. Barbeau. Yeah. <laughs> Swamp Thing. Yeah. That's it always exactly. pissed me off about Knight Rider. Like, you know, that was, the first one was Adrian, Adrian Barbeau, Barbeau and... still not alive? 
Wasn't that you guys are dating yourselves. Yeah, um, it was in in in. I did myself. In Cannibal Run one, it was uh, Adrian Barbeau and, Barbeau and the Dukes. Uh, Dukes of Hazard, David Duke. Kevin Bach. Yeah, Kevin Bach. Thank you. Yeah, they were in the with their shit open like to the belly button. Yeah, they were in the cooter. Yeah, a car that never could have made it across country. Which, by the way, means because the timing belt was. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God! Well, they didn't win the Cannibal, so no, they. You know what I learned this week? I learned something. They build them like that anymore. I learned so many things, but. Well, the problem is, is that Those they build them like that. They just put the tits higher now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are down around the waist. I was about to say. I'm going to tell you, man. The only difference between the the chicks, the ladies of the '70s and ladies of today is apparently the location of the breasticles, <laughs> because they're way higher than they ever were before. My yeah. girlfriend had moved in. That would be my new uh, phone background. God Jesus. damn. What were we looking up again about Adrian Barbeau? I have again? no idea what you were looking up. I mean, <laughs> I got I got Adrian Barbeau out of my system in the '80s. Literally, yeah. <laughs> she was in uh, going. Oh, my tag had me out of his school. Swamp Fang. Swamp Fang. Swamp Fang. Yeah, that's my the fog. She was in the show yeah. that I hated. My mother loved the show. My parents. Yeah, my mother loved the show. Every mother Maud. loving Maud. Oh, she was in that show. Yeah. She was in Maud. She was in Maud. She was Maud's daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Which yeah. was a spinoff of uh, Bad TV. But what I learned, yeah. what I learned, speaking of police bikes, yes, they actually made an XB12. Really? Get the block out of here. You know where I'm going? XB- You're seriously, they made a Buell police bike? They made a Buell Ulysses. A Buellis police bike. Police bike. I did not know that. I had that no had idea to be about the that. Coolest cop. I That's fantastic. I didn't know it either. Where? That's genius. Well, who, I who do not that? know who used it, but I found pictures on the internet. There's three. Well, then it must be real. I was offered a Buell and trade. <laughs> I was offered a Buell and trade. So whatever city doing, was up in Detroit, you know, Michigan that made uh, it. Research. Yeah. They all didn't come with bags. Yeah. The standard one didn't come with bags. Right. Yeah. And then it was the T that what came tea? with bags. Yeah, it's spring edition. Yeah. And then there was a P. Mm-hmm. It should have been. A I had P. no idea XP there was a P. twelve XP. XP. Shit. I was like. Nah. Ulysses <laughs> Police Bike. In, in, That's fantastic. Oh, it was wow. like Seal Beach Police. I completely, I don't know, I, com- I don't know if they sold them to any police. Cars. Oh yeah, <laughs> like Ferraris and shit. Yeah, I, I totally. Do drugs, I mean, I'm completely like for you. Mm-hmm. Were talking about wanting to buy a Ulysses? You'll get a ride. And as ride. much as I am required by law to warn you about parts support and things like that, I think it's a good idea to buy the bike. I read four hours worth of the internet. That's what I told you. you to crawl around the internet. Read forum boards. I read four hours worth of forum boards. Yeah. I got Woo. three basic users on five different forums that were trying to make them sound horrible. Right. Um, I have to believe that if there's I mean, if there's support for a 1970 diggity Hadaka out there, yeah. if there's somebody who's willing to make pistons and yeah. stuff for that bike, yeah. that eventually in the world there will be somebody supporting the Buell line, even though even the ones that are long out of production, unless it's a blast. Right. Even the blast. Those, those have all been crushed into coffee tables. Somebody's going to make a piston. I mean, you could buy a Wysco piston. <laughs> oh, it's just half of a sports remote. Yeah, I mean, you say, can do that. You're going to be able to tap your blast on the road if you really, right. really want to. Doesn't yeah, half can. the wheel nerds have a Ulysses? Oh, one, one of the wheel nerds has a Ulysses yeah. or has or has. I mean, I love I think, the machine. I just, yeah. the value's not there. Yeah. The, the dude doesn't want to kick any. He doesn't want to make it. He doesn't want to make the deal. Most fuels are yeah. like 5,000 or less. Even for like their, what was the last one? I sold line? two of them. The 1120, yeah. whatever oh. that they Oh, the had. CRs. Yeah. Oh, the 1125 is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the value scale. Right. I was completely thrilled with both of my Buells. And like, the joke is, I love my Buell M2 Cyclone so much that. A couple of years after I sold it, 
I got another one, and I sold it, and I bought it back. <laughs> and I sold it again. Okay? But, I mean, I bought the bike, bought and sold the same bike twice. Like, and the funny thing was, I had it, and it was all perfectly racetrack set up, and it was a track day bike, and it went away, and the guy that I sold it to started gluing eagles to it. <laughs> no shit. Like all he did to it was he was like, "Oh, the suspension's terrible. I'm going to fix the suspension." I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't, no. don't, don't. Race Tech set that not suspension the, up. It's fine. And he fucking not he, the one that bought yeah, the yeah the yeah yeah. We're not. I'm, yeah. The other eagle bikes. Yes. That guy. Really? Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Why did yeah. he do that? So because he uh, wanted to make the bike because it was a Buell. And he thought, it's a Buell, which means it's a Harley-Davidson, which means we need to put no. flags all over it and birds all over it. And he did. And he, like, I got the bike back, and the bike had V-rod pegs when I got it back. Oh. Like, <laughs> seriously. <coughs> the Buell Crapping Eagle Edition. It was. It was. <laughs> I did the yeah. same thing you did. I had a Cyclone first. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's all right. Mm-hmm. And I traded it off for a yeah. whatever. And then the, the the opportunity came along to own a Lightning. A Lightning, yeah. Which was still the 1203 motor. Oh, still still the, the Sportster motor. Yeah. Owned that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's out of my system now. But the, the XP is a totally different animal. It's a totally different animal. Yeah, it really is. The My M2, the first M2 was fun because all I did the M2, all I did that bike for was I powder coated the rims orange. I did a lot of other orange to it, and it was a black bike. And I had the official Harley Davidson black and orange helmet that they did from KBC that one year. Too and bad the Rogue wasn't out there. No, the Rogue wasn't. I sold one of those yesterday. Go figure. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, but it was the proper full face Harley Davidson helmet that they never sold to anybody because nobody's ever bought a full face Harley Davidson helmet ever in the history of Harley Davidson. Who's ever bought a Harley Davidson helmet? A good point, right? <laughs> Let alone a black and orange six hundred dollar fucking full face. Helmet. So the bike came with a full face that matched the bike. I was like, I'm in. And that was my garage bar bike. We would, all the douchebags would pull in the garage bar on, you know, 134,000 cubic centimeters, 200 cubic inches, you know, $50,000 ass jewelry, whatever. And like, yeah, and the front wheel would arrive, and then two lights later, the back of the bike would arrive. Like all the Jesse James West Coast bullshit. And we would just sit at the bar and we'd enjoy our cocktails and have a good time. And it would be time for me to go. And I'd wait until somebody was like, we're out here at 120 horsepower. And as soon as I heard anybody say the word something, something, something horsepower, I would just be like, want to race? I'll race you to the bridge. I'll race you a long way. We'll go to the bridge. Race to the bridge. Whoever beats the other guy to the bridge got to buy cocktails. The rest of the night, better, you know, yo me drinks or whatever. I don't fucking well, I'll fucking race you for pink slips. All right, what do you got? Like, oh no, it's just a sporty. It's just a sporty, man. It's just a sporty. Go outside. That's one of them fucking Buells. Yeah, it is. It's a Buell. It's a Sportster. You're absolutely right. Now let's go, goddammit. Yeah, and I never got never even came close to losing anything on that bike because it is a motor and a motor transportation cage. That's all it is. Plus you had your helmet, so I did have a very nice <laughs> right. You get a more aerodynamic. Yeah, it was more aerodynamic <laughs> than their uh, than their bandana. And the yeah. and the uh, the Folkleys. The Folkleys, yes. Well, and, and those tassels slow you down. The tassels do yeah. slow you the fuck down. And like after having that experience, tassels are particular. When I had the chance to get another one, I fucking jumped on it. Giggity. It was fun. It was a great bike. I remember that second one you had. We yeah. were up at it was me, you, and Shane. Yeah. I think maybe Johnny Mac too. We're at two bucks. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And you had just gotten that bike, so oh, we were man. all, like, yeah. boner extremely happy Extremely happy with the bike, yeah. And we left. <laughs> yeah. You cut boner onto Jay Cox and just stabbed it. Yeah. I mean, Phil just was like, yeah. you know, fucking gone. And so I got in it to win it, and I'm doing probably about 100. Full tick, that's all I got. And he's his taillight's still disappearing. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope he remembers there's railroad tracks right there. Ooh. I remembered them. Yeah. About... 15 feet before them. We finally all catch up, and he's like, oh, yeah, I was in third gear. Yeah, and I was, was like, third. I was in fifth laying on my tank. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good bike. I mean, Buells are fun. They're fun because they're a good hooligan bike because the motor is not apologetic. The motor is grunty and rattly and cammy and noisy and just fucking like, ah. And then there's the rest of the motorcycle is very refined. But the motor itself is still a fucking Sportster motor. And that's what makes the bike so much fun. Is the motor and chassis and everything else is like all cutting edge, good quality shit. Brakes are good, frames good, suspensions can be good. You know, you spend money on them, they work great. And then you got that motor sitting there that is just like the foundation motor. I mean, it is to Harley Davidson what the CB750 is to Honda. It's that fucking motor, you know? Special K. Yeah. How many years has that bike been around? 59? Well, Christmas. the K yeah. was its predecessor. The actual overhead valve Sportster was in 57. Holy shit. So 57 to 04 was the same basic... The same basic motor. Well, Heritage. 57 to 85. <laughs> 57 to 85 was Iron Yeah, because the Evo came. Yeah, right, because the Evo happened. But not that much changed. That's not Heritage, sir. That's it's outdated, like 90, and we're going to charge you more money for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing sometimes that that exists. It's very, very fun. The uh, I get the biggest kick in the world out of riding motorcycles that I haven't ridden in a goddamn long time and riding them again and getting to have a whole new take on the bike, whether or not it's any good or whether it sucks. Oh, I'm putting a, I'm putting a very, very strong for sale sign on your KZ1000. Go for it. Oh, my God. You either need to buy that bike back from me. Oh, get the fuck. Oh, my God. God. The fucking old men that come in the shop. And Holy like, oh, shit. Hey, oh. Dude, the only thing that... The only... If I had that bike back, yeah. I'd find a stock red paint job for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I've had three old guys mention, like, well, it'd be worth more if it had the stock paint. If that was stock paint, I'd suck your dick and give you a reach around. But since it's not, I'm just going to criticize your motorcycle. <laughs> Wait, how do you get a reach around when you're getting the blizzard? Yeah, you don't. What's being stuck there? Okay, it's just a rusty trombone. Yeah, that's, that's, like like a, I was about to say, it's like a reverse rusty trombone. just a rusty trombone. That's all it is. Rusty trombone. Oh, hey, a funny story from the shop. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll speaking of, of rusty trombones. No, what's that? Um, uh, or are you speaking of reach arounds? I, <laughs> enlighten me. I don't know. Uh, uh, the, the, the one shot. with the broken shifters. The Vulcan, oh, shit. Vulcan yeah, 1500. Uh, Vulcan 1500. Uh, that's a good safety tip. You want, about the, you want to talk about the fucking tech tip of the week. Uh-oh. Your motorcycle has a shift lever. Most people listening to this podcast, your motorcycle has a shift lever. Unless you have a mana, it might not. Correct. And it still has a shift lever. Unless it's an 09. Yeah. Unless it's an 09. The 09 didn't. The 09s don't have a shift lever or a brake lever. They're all hands. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Your feet are completely unemployed. It's weird. weird. It is weird. I agree. But anyway, back to 
Not to digress. Not to digress. However, I was going in a different direction with the story, but you you, you tell yours first. I'm going to start mine first, and then you're going to put the cherry on top. Okay. Because I'm going to make it a tech tip, which is redeeming. So here's the rule. If you have a shift lever on your motorcycle, that is a moving part. It must be lubricated and or adjusted every thousand years. Okay? But the point is, it's when during that thousand years you choose to lubricate it or adjust it. This fella chose to lubricate it and or adjust it after the fucker fell off. No, wait, it didn't fall off. It sheared. Yeah, it broke off. It broke off. So the tech tip of the week is go look at your goddamn linkages. On your motorcycle, it shifts up and it shifts down. Unless you're one of these chopper assholes that just has a welded piece of rebar with an eight ball on top of it. And that's your, you know, just, you know, there's no linkages involved. It's just literally a, a piece of metal going down to a... Metal. Like, a, to a... And it's a two-inch piece of metal going down to a quarter-inch shaft, which I always like that, with the weight that just destroys all the bushings and everything else. But look at your linkages, because turns out those linkages are made of bolts and nuts and hardware and bushings and shit you don't realize when you're splines. putting... Splines. Splines. Oh, my God, man. Worst. These brooches, the only thing holding them in place is like an M4 or an M6 bolt straight across, drilled crossways across a brooch. And a brooch is just a machinist way of cutting teeth into a little bit of a shaft. So it just indexes and stays where it's supposed to be. When they get loose, they just chew each other to infinity. They just, they just gnaw on each other. And eventually you get to the point where they jump or they slip or they rotate and they're not working... Try to take your gear, selector, lever, shaft out of your motorcycle. <coughs> Call me when you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Gear, selector, lever, shaft. Yeah. Your gear, selector, lever, shaft is not accessible from the outside of the motorcycle. You can only get there from the inside. Most of them. Yeah, exactly. The vast majority of them are hooked to some other things with interesting yeah. names like dogs and forks and all Usually kinds of shit like that. Usually, at the very least, the clutch cage is going to have to come it's out. It's going to come out. I mean, most of the ones that I've done, it's yep. like, you know, it comes and pulls out this side. Yep. It sticks out the left side, but it's got to get pulled out the right you side. You got it. Yeah. It's and not a fun thing. And if you can do five minutes of fucking maintenance on it, which means tightening the bolt that goes through it, maybe even putting a drop of that miracle solution called, you know, thread locker on it so it doesn't disappear. Why don't they make the split, like on your shift lever or the thing, yeah. like little split, you know, like the one end so that when it pinches, yeah. why does it always bottom out before it gets nice and tight on the shaft? <laughs> I mean, why, did that, why can't that be? John, if I had a dollar for every time I had that problem. <laughs> it always bottoms out before it gets all the way down, down the shaft. On the shaft. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, buddy, I feel your pain. <laughs> I've never had that problem. <laughs> it always bottoms out before it gets all the way down the shaft. I agree. Sometimes the split is not generous enough. <laughs> I mean, I just want to take the freaking oh, bolt the out, take it off, and cut it with so a bag grinder. Well, maybe if out. you could just make the slit bigger... Right? No, no, no! You don't want to do that. God, no! It won't. <laughs> it won't. Get, it won't. It will not tighten on the shaft. I got it. We still want to nice tighten my shaft, but I don't. So want you, need, is, you need to have. You he need did to buy have an inflatable sheep today. So. <laughs> I bought two of them. Oh, two of them! Dude, I bought two inflatable sheep and I bought two inflated eights. 
So I figured. I don't, figured, want to give you tomorrow. I don't just one, one. You don't ever borrow an inflated day. <laughs> Two. I walked it out. I'm going to fill them with helium and hang them from the bus mirrors so you can find our bus at Mid Ohio. <laughs> Nice. Okay, my portion of this fucking Kawasaki story <laughs> oh. was that <laughs> this bike just has shitty straight pipes on it. Oh, my God. So shitty. And, and I noticed when I fired it up and I rode it around back with just the wonky shifter and got around. I'm like, what is that exhaust note? God damn it, that's familiar. Hilarious. And I'm listening to the bike idle. And it's going. I'm like, it's fucking the Lone Ranger, man. That's a William Tell Overture. It was, it was idling to the rhythm of the William Tell Overture. I was just like, and I shut it off, and I started it again, and it did the same fucking thing every time. Yeah, that's how taped it. Oh, we also oh learned that. Oh my god, I should have right. taken it. That would have been a great uh, show intro. Well, he works next door to us. We'll go. <laughs> Get him to bring the bike over. <laughs> That'd be great. Dude, nothing against your bike, but can you bring it by over the shop? We're going to listen to this exhaust note because it does sound like a William Tell Overture. Yeah, we need to record this. It's cool. Oh, if you have never worked on a Suzuki 1400 uh, Intruder, which, by the way, come on. Your life is not the best game, The best bike ever for the anal game. Because it is the anal intruder, intruder. right? <laughs> Come on, you can't get a better bike than a Suzuki oh, 1400 yeah, we, anal intruder. We had one of those, too. Oh, no, no. We, but what I'm going to tell you about it is anal just be careful if you're working pizza. on that bike that there are – the carbs are nowhere near each other. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So in most, the carbs are in different table. zip codes. Right. So in most, in most V-twin-type <laughs> motorcycles, there's one big carburetor in the middle that feeds both cylinders – or there's two uh, carburetors that are Siamese joined to each other at weird angles and doing unnatural things. But in this particular bike, they said, fuck it. We're going to put a front carburetor in the front. We're going to put a back carburetor in the back. Well, how do we connect those two? The extensive use of cables. Somebody and looked at an XR1000 oh and said, God. fuck, we can do that. Lots we can do that. Lots and lots of cables. Lots and lots of cables. So because there's two carburetors, you get two cables for the chokes, you get two cables for the throttles, you get two cables for the other throttles. You get two more just to make it confusing. Oh, my God. Right. Yet there's only one cable that actually goes to the fucking grip. There was actually two cables that I think were just fucking with me. Right. I'm pretty sure they were, right. sure they were there. To the other. Oh, plus there's the decompression cables. Oh, yeah. The decompression there's cables. There's two decompression that... cables as well that... Are automatic. That are fully automatic. Yeah. They, so when they, you they press just the function button, when they, feel they like. electronically, when you, when you turn the key on, they electronically rock back until you get over 800 RPM and then they lock forward. But there's okay. like fucking, like, what do you say, 10 cables? Oh, easily. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Easily 10 cables. 10 or more. Now, do you know how many of them have to be out of adjustment for the bike to run wrong? One. 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 <laughs> exactly. You have 10 opportunities to fuck this shit up. All it takes is one. Yeah, we found one that had slidden out of its, you know, the little... Uh, the slidden. Slidden. Slytherin. Dude, when you can slip, you can slide, Slytherin. and you do... That's easy for him to slip, say. Slip, slide, and what did we do last year? We slidden. Slidden. <laughs> we slidden. Yeah. And it slidden. It slidden right out of the holder. Slid in. Now. Yeah. Well, it slid in. It's easy for you. Normally, I'd slid in. But it slid out, so it was like a quarter of an inch off. So as soon as the man would touch the key and press the button, no, nothing but hell and fury out of 1,400 cc's. Whoa! That's fucking scary, man. 1,400 cc's coming alive at 6,000 RPM? Yeah. And you just bought that bike yesterday on Craigslist? 
Welcome to the rodeo. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Post that on the Facebook page, sir. The, uh, oh, we are at one hour. We're one hour? All right. One hour and 18 minutes. We're good. Anal Ninja. Anal Ninja. Anal no, Glide Glide. We've done this. Oh, we've game played before. this game. Yeah. Oh, We're waiting to hear a new one. You're the best. Yeah. Anal Dinobob. Dude, Anal Scrambler. <laughs> That's my least Anal Bobber. Anal 75 slash 5. Anal 75 slash 5. Anal Cyclone. I've experienced a few Anal Cyclones. Anal Rabbit. Let's wrap up the show. Did we do Anal Rabbit before? I don't think so. Because Anal Fiesta I know we did. But Anal Rabbit. We do Anal Fiesta. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Now, remember on that, please remember to drive fast and take chances. And we'll see you all at AMA Vintage Days. Here to four. What is that? Holy shit. What is that, like mid-July? July. Look for the yellow bus. I got my camper pass. Mine just came in the mail. Mine came in the pass. I got a... Yay, we can poop on John's camper. Yeah, you can't poop in my camper. Can you still get them? Well, you can, but you got to clean it up. They're like a hundred and a quarter or something, yeah. But you can get camper passes. I got to get on the ball. Yeah. Well, or you can sleep in mine. I did see that Ollie's has lounge chase lounge pads for $29. Those are comfy. Yeah, better than an air mattress. Yeah, you can still yeah. <clears throat> a real cot. <laughs> <laughs> better than, uh, Hammocks are nice. Hammocks. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, but All I'm right, looking forward to it because I'm really looking forward to talking. Stripper balls. Shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ! You are like the two old Muppet guys. Yeah. Do, do you have a stick? Except they're funny. Sound system stripper. Pole. Smile when you say that. Sound stripper. Sound system. No, we got the sound system today. Sound system was installed. Oh, we were actually running out the CrossFit assholes today. Yeah. Yeah. You know that oh, you know you know how to you know how do you move 250 CrossFit assholes? Water main break. <laughs> they had to move all their So our neighbors like over. so like four or five four or five <clears throat> units over from us is a CrossFit place. And they're out there like moving big tractor tires and lifting up heavy things while we're doing real work over here. And they're doing it for free. They're paying for the privilege of lifting heavy shit and destroying their backs. So they had a water main break up under the building that properly filled the like filled it up to two feet on the glass doors. So they turned their building into an aquarium. It was awesome. Well, when they opened the doors, that's pretty cool. That'd be super to be on the rowing machine. <laughs> <laughs> Is it working? <laughs> I'm not getting anywhere. Oh, feels so real. So the problem is they had to move the crossfit. So our landlord decided to help them out in their time of need because the, the water main broke right under their concrete floor. I mean, like pushed up the concrete floor and the whole deal. Shit. It was a serious problem. They moved them over next door to us. So we now have new neighbors. We've had the pleasure of being completely neighborless for the past two years. Well, now we have neighbors, and the neighbors are CrossFit assholes. But you were there first. Well, yeah, we were there first, and we were there. So I'm not joking. We have a motorcycle shop that is complaining about assholes lifting weights being too loud. (laughs) Because apparently in order to make muscle, you need to listen to gangster rap at 175 decibels. And slam large metal objects against the ground. was making too much noise. I just imagine they just kept coming over and telling you. Why do you think the water made Exactly. Why do you think the water made Well, we're convinced it's because of this. You lift up 275 pounds... And then you throw it at the ground. Wabam! And you yell at the top of your lungs. As you do it. And then, and then you do a lap at the back parking lot. you do a lap at the back parking lot. Because that's what they do all day long. Until they puke. Yeah. 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 But that's the game. And we know that's why the water main broke. Is because they kept throwing 275-pound sledgehammers at it all day long. 
<laughs> yeah. during the July 4th parade in Lakewood. You know, they had those huge, like, tires, and they flip them over. That's but they flip them like this from end to end. You mean the CrossFit has a float in the parade? No, they have a tire that they push along, and they just flip it on its back. And <laughs> they they flip do the same back. thing to the monkeys in the zoo. They get yeah. them a fucking tire to play and with. We're yelling, <laughs> you know the thing rolls. <laughs> <laughs> end over end over end. The entire city of Lakewood. And that's what they do. They got the big tires out there. They got all kinds of other heavy bullshit. And you know, the guys moved in next door. We feel bad because they got flooded out. Nobody wants to get flooded out. But now that they're next door, our building has like, you know, one quarter inch of sheetrock between them and us. And the sounds that come out of that place really do make us look tame in comparison. We're going to have to up our game. Yeah, you got to start making louder sounds. Well, yeah. Or, that's what we're thinking. You need the brown yeah. tone. We do need a brown tone. <laughs> we a solid brown I, tone. I, 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 I offer you this challenge. Yeah. Find the rev limiter on a buddy. On a buddy. Yeah, well, you know the rev limiter. There isn't one. There isn't, there isn't, one. isn't one. There just isn't a rev limiter on a buddy. They just go forever. Well, cut a hole in the wall. The funny th- thing. So for a couple of days, yeah, for a couple of days, we've had zero water. Like, no water. The water's been shut off. And there's no better sign of good living than when an impossibly muscular five foot six female comes over and she's just like perfectly put together and she comes over and she's like do you guys do you guys have a bathroom and we're like um no we have the same water pressure that y'all have none because you blew up the water so the whole building doesn't have any water now and they're not turning the water on for a couple of days you old cunt well i need to use the bathroom right now and i'm like we've all needed to use the bathroom for a couple of days woods over there but you showed up to work there's a creek that way and woods that way you can take your pick a creek it's a creek Crick is much smaller than a creek. We'll only videotape it. But it, no, and she was so stressed, like the fa- like the look on her face, and I was like, "Or just go down to Sheets. It's like a mile and a half away." And she's like, "I can't had, make it to Sheets. I don't we, have to sheet. I just have to." We had to take yeah. our she sheets to Sheets. Had, no, I think she had to Sheets. She I think she the, was having a full-on brown alert. She probably <laughs> had the period shits. Oh, <laughs> chocolate covered cherries. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, shut this down. We're an hour and a half, damn it. All right, remember to drive fast and take chances. Hit it, Johnny. Bum, <laughs> <laughs>